You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Good evening, everyone. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live. First, I would like to say thank you for joining us this evening. I appreciate your support. I also appreciate Marvin Romel for allowing me the exclusive use of his music for all of my podcasts. Tonight, I have joining me as my co-host, my daughter, Janelle Anderson. Hi. And I have a spectacular guest, as always. I have Rochelle M. Morton. Hello. Michelle is joining us on behalf of Damsel in Defense. Defense. I keep wanting to say (laughs) distress. So Damsel in Defense, as well as someone who decided to get out there and make a change when it came to our government and legislature here in Michigan. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. How are you this evening? I am well. Okay, she came in here all dressed up, y'all, you know. (laughs) I just came from work. (laughs) You look very nice this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, one of the things that that attracted me to Rochelle that made me want to invite her here is she was talking about the different different, um, ways that women can protect themselves when they're out there on their own. Um, just, you know, and I have a 17 year old daughter who's driving. So those of you who didn't know, yes, Janelle is all over the place now. <laughs> and I worry about her being out at night. So when I noticed that Damsel in Defense had all these wonderful products as well as purses and just different gadgets. And yes, those who know me know I'm a gadget person. I like gadgets. And I saw these different gadgets and I said, I have to have her on my show because she could teach me and my daughter different ways that we can protect ourselves when we're out and about. But most importantly, she could teach you and yours. So tell us a little bit about how you got involved with Damsel in Defense. Okay, so I got involved with Damsel in Defense uh, almost four years ago. It'll be four years at the end of this month. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got involved because uh, I did not want to carry a um, lethal weapon. I didn't want to carry a firearm, but I wanted something to be able to protect myself. And um, so... I just happened to be going through Facebook like most of us do. And uh, one of my friends who lives in another state was um, she had posted something on Facebook about uh, some products that she was selling Mm -hmm. and um, how she had uh, overheard a conversation between some real estate agents and that they didn't want to carry um, guns either. But in in the real estate community, for those who are in it, uh, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's extremely dangerous um, when you're showing a home to a stranger. Um, you're kind of at their mercy, and if you don't have anything on you to protect yourself, um, you can be in a lot of trouble, and a lot of real estate agents don't make it home. 
And, you know, that's not necessarily widely reported, but it is a very true statistic. And so she uh, shared with them these products. And, you know, so she mentioned things like, you know, pepper spray and stun guns. And Mm -hmm. I knew what pepper spray was, but I had no idea what a stun gun was. But I I had no clue. (laughs) But I knew that... um, once I talked to her and she explained what it was, I was like, well, you know, I I want those things. I, those yes. are things that I, I think would, you know, benefit me here in Michigan. And so uh, she told me, you know, we have lots of things <laughs> with damsel defense mm-hmm. that would benefit you. Uh, unfortunately, the two things that you want are restricted in Michigan. So most of the other country, most of the other states in the country can have these things. But Michigan is one of the restricted states. So there are lots of other things I can tell you about. And you can, you know, feel free to shop with me and get those things or, you know, get them at a discount. And I'll talk to you about how to do that. So because what's restricted in Michigan? What was well, restricted? At the, at the time, um, the pepper spray and the stun guns were restricted in Michigan. Um, and in Michigan, in particular for the pepper spray, the law um, does at that time did allow us to carry pepper spray, but mm-hmm. it was uh, limited to 10 percent oleoresin capsicum. And that's the pepper ingredient that gives the heat that the um, intended target, the intended target will feel um when it comes to the burning sensation. Okay. And um, the, but the federal legal limit for that ingredient is 18%. And so most of the other country is, is fine with 18%, whatever the government, the federal government says, right. that's fine. But Michigan was one of the few states that said, eh, I think 10% is good. And, you know, so I was like, I, you know, 10% is, it's something, it's better than nothing, mm-hmm. but I want what everybody else has in these other <laughs> states. And she it doesn't burn make their sense. eyes out. <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, you know, when I figured out that I could at least, you know, somehow get a hold of the this stronger pepper spray, it still bothered me that uh, not only, you know, did I have to go in a roundabout way to get it, but that it was still illegal. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's something that shouldn't be illegal because it's non-lethal, but it's something that will help keep us safe if we know how to use it properly and at least use it as a deterrent to kind of... Um, ward off a criminal from from the next attack that he may be thinking he or she may be thinking thinking that they're going to commit against um, somebody that typically might be a soft target but I consider myself a hard target at this point so um, (laughs) (laughs) but um, in order for everybody else to have that um, that 18 percent pepper spray um, you know I looked at you know maybe it would be easier just to change the law in the city that I live in in Detroit but that's that's not good enough. The, the entire state needs protection. And so that's when I sought out to change both the pepper spray and the stun gun laws. Okay. And you went through a lot to to make sure that this was changed for our benefit. Um, and everyone, after the broadcast, you can actually go on my Facebook pages and you could see the link. So kind of um, explain what you had to go through. Just to make this change and how long it took you to do it. So it took, uh, I started out working with, working on both of the the laws. And when I started out, I had no clue. I didn't even, I had never even been to Lansing. (laughs) That's thing number one. Hadn't been to Lansing uh, Mm -hmm. and really had no plans on, on going 
to mm-hmm. Lansing, but I just knew that the laws needed to be changed. And so, you know, I went into prayer and just said, you know, God, if this is really what you keep waking me up at three o'clock in the morning to do, mm-hmm. you know, to think about and strategize on, I need you to put the right people in my path because I don't know what I'm doing. I okay. know how to spell law. I know how to spell lawyer. I know how to spell <laughs> legislation. I don't know anything about changing a law. Okay. <laughs> and uh, so he, you know, began to put the, the right people in my path to give me some direction on what I needed to do. And um, it took three years to get the pepper spray law changed, and it was just changed this past April. Mm-hmm. And so now uh, the state of Michigan can have the 18% uh, pepper spray. And the reason why that was so important to me is because the pepper spray that, that we carry mm-hmm. is not only is it 18%, it also has an ultraviolet dye. Yes. It's a red dye that changes the color of the skin. And even when that wears off, if the uh, attacker is put under the black light at a police station, then the skin will still glow. And that way, if you're having trouble identifying your attacker, if they're put under that black light, it's a, a lot easier to identify them. And, you know, there are so many people who are um, wrongly convicted in mm-hmm. our state. Mm-hmm. And that means that if they're wrongly convicted, the assailant is still out there and you know so we we need to if in my mind i needed to do whatever i could to help uh impact that statistic and make michigan a safer state do you know how long the dye actually stays on the skin even though it's not visible to the naked eye about 72 hours okay so the the color the discoloration you know can be on for a number of hours Mm -hmm. um, but the um the actual effects of the ultraviolet ingredient will stay on for up to 72 hours. Okay. And see, this this is what we need to do when we see a problem is step up and, and make a change. So for you to do that on your own, and I was really surprised as I read the article that you started off trying to find, you know, someone um, within the Democratic, um, you know, legislature to yeah. help you. And then they told you to find a Republican. Mm-hmm. And so then you ended up finding someone up north. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I had never yes. met her. But, but um, yeah, it was, it was interesting because at the time our, you know, legislative body was controlled by Republicans. Mm-hmm. And so, unfortunately, a lot of things that really are just sensible laws that need to be changed, they still have, you know, a partisan you know, um, edge to them, you know, so to speak. So, um, but for me, in order to really work with the legislators, um, I needed to get beyond party lines Mm -hmm. and explain why this is important, no matter what party you're affiliated with. It's a a law that protects the residents that elected you and, you know, to be able to sit in an office in Lansing. So you need to have their safety and their best interests at heart and so it's not about your party and, mm-hmm. and what it is that you stand for. It's about the safety of the residents that elected you. And see, the thing is, I know that there are many of us who know someone who has been attacked, you know, or, you know, well, attacked, beaten. It, it's just. And I know that I personally have. Wow, You know, when I was um, actually back when I was younger and I was pregnant with my son, I was walking my dogs. I was walking my dogs on on McNichols where I lived and a gen- uh, well, I'm not going to say a gentleman, a man came out of the bushes and he grabbed me and he tried to pull me 
into the bushes and I was fighting him. My dogs was fighting him and people continued to drive down six mile as I am heavily pregnant fighting this grown man trying to get him away from me. And they just kept driving by. And luckily I was able to defend myself to where I gouged him in his eyes and then my dogs were biting him at the same time and he took off and he ran. My cousin was not as fortunate. I have a cousin who was grabbed and pulled into an abandoned house and I'm going to leave it at that. Um, But he ended up going to jail for what he did to her. And I know that there were many young ladies who have been grabbed. So the products that you have are needed because my daughter, when she first started driving, I talked to the police department to find out what she could carry on her person that would be considered legal. Even though things were legal within the state, she couldn't take them into school in her backpack. So, uh, you know, if they can't take it on the bus, they can't take it into school. But yet these girls are walking to the bus stop alone, you know, in the dark to get on the school bus. And then often they're walking home alone from the school bus to get to their homes on their own. That's right. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to know what can we do to protect our girls and help them to protect themselves. So I will say that the laws in Michigan are, um, when it comes to personal protection, like the things that we've talked about so far, mm-hmm. um, stun guns and pepper sprays, and we didn't even get into that yet, but I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, but the uh, pepper spray, you do have to be 18 or older in order to legally uh, carry that in Michigan Okay, um, and be able to use it. Uh, but one of the things, if you're under 18, one of the things that I recommend is that you carry um, a an audible alarm. And um, so a lot of alarms that are on the market now that you can put on your key ring do have a flashlight attached okay. to them. And, and that's a, a deterrent to be able to shine that light in an aggressor's eyes and be able to create some distance so that you can flee to safety. The audible alarm is extremely helpful because most of the time when we are caught off guard mm-hmm. you know, and we're attacked, we tend to lose our fine motor skills. We can't scream loud enough. We you know can't really think of anything a lot of times we go into what's called the black zone okay you just freeze and you have to either freeze or fight and for me i choose to fight because my life is worth the fight and mm-hmm. so that's what i tell everyone is that your life is worth the fight and if you want to win you have to at least fight right and so with the audible alarm if uh, you can't scream loud enough you sound that alarm and that draws attention to you it draws attention to the attacker and it draws the attention of everybody around you because most of the time the alarms that we hear are car alarms and those don't necessarily draw attention. People ignore those very easily. But when you hear the audible alarm, like what we have with damsel in defense, mm-hmm. it's a, it's quite different. It's 120 decibels. It's very, very loud. It's annoying and it doesn't go off until you turn it off. Okay. So, okay. So that's one thing. So audible alarms, which can go on the keychain, and yes. that's something that can go inside of the school Absolutely. as well. I Absolutely. like that. I like that. What do you think about that, Janelle? I think it's good, but like how is it easy? Is it easy trigger to where if say if it's in my backpack or pocket, it could turn on by itself or 
Not this one. And I, I'm going to show it real quick. This is the alarm that I was talking about. And I won't okay. sound it because it is very loud. But Well, thank you very <laughs> much. We appreciate that. <laughs> but, um, and I do have the little plastic thing here. So I'm going to pull it out. I still won't sound it. But okay. I do want you to see. My engineer the, is looking like, please don't <laughs> sound it. <laughs> I will not. But I do want she you won't. to see that flashlight. And okay. I'm just, you know, shining okay. it here. But when someone shines light directly in your eyes, it is nearly impossible to see and it takes a minute for you to be able to focus and so is the flashlight itself like one of those extremely bright lights when it goes into someone's face or is it just a a regular flashlight this one is probably a little more regular we do have another flashlight that's actually for your car Uh, it's a tool that you keep in your car that is extremely bright I mean that was the one that I saw I like that tool But this one, at least, you know, it, it, along with the, the alarm. And uh, so you were asking if it, you know, easily, you know, will turn on. And it doesn't. You have to actually physically push this so it won't go off by mistake. There are some alarms out there that will, you know, tend to be easily discharged. And, and you know, you're fumbling around trying to find the thing and turn it off. But no, okay. not not with this. <laughs> okay. And what else do you have? What other goodies do you have in your basket? <laughs> well... <laughs> So uh, another tool that, again, you have to be 18 to have this. So you only got a year. Um, Why? I, well, I, because it's, it's, it's a considered a weapon. But this, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll show it here. This is called the Sakatemi Kubaton. Okay. And so what this is, is a, it's technically a martial arts tool. But instead of lacing keys between your fingers the way we've always been taught to do mm-hmm. and think that, you know, a half inch of metal is really going to, you know, cause some damage to whoever it is we think we're going to strike. Um uh, the keys end up going back into the palm of your hand. So mm-hmm. chances are you'll feel more pain than the person that you're trying to to attack with those keys. But with something like this, you're wrapping your fist around this. Mm-hmm. So you have complete control of it and you put your thumb at the top, which gives you extra pe- pressure. And that way, when you are using this with the force of a strike, it's multiplied. And this is solid metal. Mm-hmm. And so and I'm, uh, I'll let you try this out a little later. But uh, usually what I have people do is just tap the back of their hand like mm-hmm. this. And that way, if you just feel how this is feeling, just tapping the bone, you're not tapping when you're using this. Right. You're absolutely going to apply some force and they will comply and they'll be down on the ground and you can flee. So, so that's another thing. I don't know if you might be looking for another trip back to Lansing. I am, as okay. a matter of fact, because, <laughs> because my I work think, isn't done. Yeah, because in in, in my motherly opinion, mm-hmm. once our young ladies reach the age of sixteen or reach the age to where they're driving, they should be able to have non lethal weapons you know, with them in the cars. Mm-hmm. And we do need something for our for our children who are walking to and from school on their own. I agree. Once they reach the mentality to where they know how and when to use it. Because, I mean, if, excuse me, I know that I have guests that are gun owners. And, yes, um, I've, I've been a gun supporter since I was in high school on the rifle team, you know, and I've— I feel as if if we can give guns to half the people we can give guns to, we should have something that we can give to our children who tend to have more sense than some of those people so that they can protect themselves coming to and from because everyone can't be there to walk with their children to and from on a regular basis. You have a lot of 
12, 13 year olds walking alone. That is very, very true. Yeah. And um, it's very frightening for them it you know, is. to even, you know, realize that someone is following them, which is another, you know, topic that mm-hmm. we'll get to, which is mm-hmm. situational awareness and what to do in those types of situations. But let me go back go to the whole yes. Lansing thing. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying, I'm my work isn't done. Okay. I was able to get the stun the pepper spray bill you know, passed, but there's still work to be done to move the stun gun bill forward. So that's already been written. I, for those of you who are gun owners and, and I, I don't, uh, I, I'm not touching any of that. I have no desire to take away the yeah. rights. No, you know, I, I, for I, I anyone don't feel to, as if they should be taken away, but, but, but what I do want else. is to be able to have the choice to mm-hmm. protect myself with what feels most comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And I want that for all the residents of Michigan. And even those who own guns want something that may be um, non-lethal because, uh, you know, sometimes a gun is not an appropriate weapon to use, but they want something to deter and to be able to, you know, maybe stun and run like what we say in Dams on Defense. But it's um, an opportunity to not necessarily take a life, but mm-hmm. to save your own. Yes. And so in Michigan, we cannot have stun guns. And a lot of people are confused with stun guns and tasers. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I don't know if the two of you know what the difference. OK, so I know the difference. OK, so, so, you, uh, so do you know the difference. No, no, she doesn't. OK, so the difference between a taser and a stun gun. Tasers are legal in Michigan as long as you have your concealed pistol license and you have the extra training to carry a taser. A taser is actually a projectile weapon, so it fires just like a regular gun would, which means you have to aim at a target. And if you miss your target with the stun guns that are legal here in Michigan, you can only get one shot. And then you have to reload. And so if you miss your target, then you have to say, hang on, bad person. Let me reload and <laughs> and get this together. And maybe this time when I point and shoot, yeah. I'll hit you and hopefully not someone else. And But with a stun gun, I have to physically or you have to physically touch the person with the stun gun. And that way they feel the electrical shock is not going to cause them to fall on the floor and flop around like a fish, like some of the videos <laughs> I've seen. But it will cause the muscle group to be very confused and it, the muscles will not work. And it gives you enough time to be able to flee to safety. And okay. it's not where you are going to miss your target because it's intentional. You're touching them with it. And it also is something that you can use repetitively. So if you can't get away quick enough and they manage to get up and they're still coming after you, you can stun them again. And then, you know, they are now trying to figure out again how to get those muscles to work while you're busy trying to flee to safety, which is the whole point. It's just to flee to safety and to teach the the potential assailant um, that. You are a hard target and they probably should be um, a little more cautious about who they are targeting because they don't know who's carrying a stun gun or pepper spray and who's not. Okay. So I am working uh, starting in January with the new legislators to uh, introduce that bill over again into the system so that I can go up to Lansing and testify and hopefully get the House and the Senate to vote yes. And then it'll go to Governor Whitmer's desk and she'll sign off and we will have stun guns in Michigan because I think there are seven states out of all of the states. And I'll quickly show the little okay. map here. Okay. So, the, oh, I should hold it up mm-hmm. here, shouldn't I? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of at that. No, that's okay. Okay. So this is the, uh, let me hold that right. This is the map okay. of the United States. Up. Oh, let me hold it up. Is that mm-hmm. good? Okay. okay. Uh, everything pink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> everything pink on here. 
those states get to have everything, pepper spray, stun guns, everything that uh, the damsel in defense um, offers. The blue states are the ones that are restricted. And as you can see, Michigan is one of the blue states. So we cannot yet. Mm-hmm. We cannot have the stun guns. But again, I've written the the language into the law so that um, it does make them legal and that you do not have to have a CPL because a stun gun is not something that shoots at anybody. So there's mm-hmm. no... There are no lessons. There's no aiming. There's no target practice because right. it's electricity and there's there's no practicing with it. Right. I, I, I don't understand why Michigan, of all places, would be against something like that. Well, I and do you know, has it been um, for has there been a just a turn? When when did it change or has it always been like that? I think in Michigan? it's I think it's always been like that okay. with the exception okay, so of no tasers. Challenged it. Right. And I, okay. I think that because people think the tasers and stun guns are the same. OK. It's never it's not been challenged until I happen to come on the scene and say, hey, um, I can't get stun guns here. Why is that? And why mm-hmm. do other states? Why are other states allowed? But Michigan is not and what's fair about that I think nothing and so I think there's something that needs to be done so that we codify with the rest of the states and um, we're able to have methods of protection that are suitable for all of us and we should be able to have a choice to pick whatever it is that that's most comfortable for us if we can carry a knife I think we should be able to carry a stun gun right I agree with you what do you think Janelle I I agree because I looked it up and I've seen one before so I kind of agree how, at least why is a taser okay but not a stun gun? So, mm-hmm. would you would you want to carry a stun gun, or would you want to carry a taser if given the opportunity? I rather stun gun because they look smaller than a taser. Okay, so I want something that's at least noticeable. Or, I mean, I don't carry that much stuff, so I wouldn't even have the room for probably a taser. Mm-hmm. So, a stun gun the way that. The pictures look like it's something that I could probably just stick in my pocket, maybe. Mm-hmm. And that is true. Yes. And I mean, you could give fair warning before you shoot. Absolutely. And you do you want know. to do that. Yes. Even with the pepper spray, yes. you want to, you know, let the assailant know I've got pepper spray. Yeah. Usually when you say that, um, <laughs> that's the last thing they want is to experience that. And and with and I'll, I'll tell you the difference between mm-hmm. the 18 and 10 percent. Um, a lot of people consider mace to be pepper spray. Mace yeah. is a brand mm-hmm. and it's 10%. Mm-hmm. And so that's an irritant, but an 18% pepper spray is an inflammatory. So it's really going to cause things to be inflamed. So you want to go with the eyes, nose, mouth. So you want to do your Z formation when you use it and really paint that skin. And then you want to take it down the shirt and empty that little canister. It's a very small canister. Mm -hmm. It's usually one application, but you want to take it down the shirt because the next thing that the assailant is going to do is probably grab the shirt and try and wipe off the pepper spray, and you want that assailant to finish the job for you. Okay, so we have a Z formation. We're doing eyes, nose, mouth, Mm -hmm. and then we're going to go straight down down the shirt to the shirt. Okay. Yep, just continue the continuous spray. Continue it until it's gone. Until it's gone. Then drop and run. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> spray and get away <laughs> and so i'm going to repeat that so it's a z formation with a pepper spray it's eyes nose mouth we're going down the chin to the shirt and we're going to empty that can and we're going to take off because by time you do that he's going to be he or she is going to be grabbing their eyes 
with their shirt, their hands. They're going to scream, do something, but you're going to want to get away as soon as possible. Don't stand there to see what's going to happen. Right. You do not need to look yes. at your handiwork. Yes. Let the police do that. Yes, get away. <laughs> so, yes, I definitely, I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. What else do you have over there in your goodie bag? Okay. Um, <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> this is the pepper spray. So just to let you know, that's, Here, they uh, I don't know what you. I just dropped. That's but, okay. Okay. So this is the pepper spray and, uh, you know, it does have the glow in the dark nozzle. It does have a locking applicator mm-hmm. so that it, you can't, you know, open it by mistake. Okay. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm showing it down here. Up here is where I should be showing it. I'm okay. sorry. Let me stop looking at this. Right there. <laughs> so. The other thing that is on here, this this entire set is my defense key ring set. This is called the a key ring bundle. You want to have your protection and your keys separated, if at all possible. Right. So this is called the breakaway key ring. This is one of the key rings that we sell. And so what happens is you have your keys on one end, your protection on the other. And if someone is, you know, coming after you and say, hey, give me those keys, and they want the keys, that snaps apart. It's, okay. It's uh, got a magnet in here. But that way they have the keys. You keep your protection in your hand, and you really want to hold this right. at all times. But right. you want to have your protection in your hand. You don't want them to have your protection to be able to use against you. If they're still coming after you, now you still have something to fight with. That's a lot of protection to carry. It is. And you don't have to have it all. Mm-hmm. I do, though, because okay. I want plan A, B, C, and D. I okay. want all of my plans ready at my fingertips at all times. So if okay. if I don't have the benefit of distance when it comes to the pepper spray. Oh, I'm sorry. By the way, the pepper spray, <laughs> Damsel Lupin's pepper spray shoots 16 feet away. I don't, oh, wow. <laughs> can't speak for other pepper sprays, but I know this shoots 16 feet away. So I have the benefit of distance. And as you know, most of the time your attackers are not <laughs> attacking you from a distance. Right. They're, they're really not. kind of up they're close. Which or if is but if they're running towards you, that's right. actually a pretty good right. yeah, right. defense mechanism to have. But if they're right up on you, you know, yeah. it's a surprise attack that gets you from behind or whatever. If you have something like this, now you have, you know, something in your hand to really inflict some pain. And you want to go for wherever, whatever areas you can to be able to flee to safety and to, you know, get them to uh, release you. And so that's the, the bag of tricks for the key ring. Now, see, from back in the day, I would say eyes, throat. So um, I'm short. So I'm going to I'm so, going to leave it at that. OK. So, <laughs> so I will say that typically you want to go for the neck and below mm-hmm. anything above the neck may be considered excessive force. And so you want to be careful about that because there there could be some laws that okay. that you'd have to contend with. But, you know, if it's a matter of life and death, mm-hmm. then, you know, you have Everything the, goes. The, you, you need to just be able to defend yourself and defend why it is that you struck you know, in a particular area. Right. And um, so. so that's. And I think because I've been grabbed, I know that once I got my hands loose, I was able to go for the eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and and with the self-defense, you know, where you don't have a weapon. Right. You do want to gouge the eyes out. You want to, mm-hmm. you know, do the ear clap. You want to do whatever it is that you can do. You know, the, you know, the, the. Palm strike, all those different things. And I know that a lot of people that may be watching this now, you may not know all of these different techniques. I would highly suggest that you get uh, enrolled in some type of self-defense course somewhere. I'm actually, um, after reading your information, I said I need to sponsor a self-defense course um, for some of my families. 
because we need to teach our children how to defend themselves and how to be aware of their surroundings. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Because, you know, a lot of our our younger adults, mm-hmm. and uh, they are easily distracted by the cell phone that they're yes. carrying in their hand. And so they're not aware of situations or um, people that may be watching coming them. Up, right. And that's watching yeah. them and coming up into their personal space. That's because right. Because I noticed that when you go to the mall, you see a lot of people, a lot of young people that automatically seem to be comfortable walking into someone's personal space. And you ne- you absolutely want to guard your personal space. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you're paying attention to where their hands are and what their body language is. You want to be able to uh, be the one to interrupt their OODA loop. And if you don't know what the OODA loop is, um, contact me. I'll tell you all about <laughs> it. <laughs> but essentially, you want to be the one in control. You only get 2.6 seconds to respond to someone who may be attacking you. That. 2.6 seconds is extremely fast. And so if if you only get those 2.6 seconds, you want them to be yours and you want to be the one that's in control instead of the one that's reacting to, you know, what someone else is yes. doing to you. So, okay. <laughs> and you were saying that you wanted to make sure that we covered something else. So what was it that we're going, to, what else are we going to cover here? Because I want to make sure that you get in everything that you want to share. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, you know, there's one, one other little product yes. that I have right here. Yes. And so this is, this is really, really good, especially for college students, high school students, things like that. Okay. This is, this is a regular ink pen. Let me make sure you guys can oh, see it. Okay. This is a regular ink pen, mm-hmm. but this is called the To Whom It May Concern Tactical Ink Pen. And so when you twist the bottom of the barrel, that exposes your ink so you can write with it. Okay. This is also a striking tool. This is a this is solid aluminum. It's a little heavier than your normal ink pen. Okay. It also has a flashlight on it, so you can shine that in an aggressor's eyes and create some distance. Okay. The newer version also has a strobe light. So, and with the strobe, that's a, a disoriented a a light that disorients a person. And then, uh, and I'm gonna have you feel the tip of this. I'll have you feel that. See what that feels like. Feel that. Yeah, a little. It's a little jagged. It's, it's a jagged edge. And yes. so, what that is is your DNA collector. Mm-hmm. That's critical. If you are in a fight for your life and you need to collect some evidence against your attacker, you want to use this end to scrape some skin cells and get your evidence to be able to turn into prosecutors so that you can have evidence to uh, subject your attacker to the full extent of the law. Okay. I like that. I <laughs> and like so that. that's, you know, it's good for anybody that, you know, we all carry ink pens at some point, you know, and we all need to use them at some point. This is something that anybody that can, can carry. Yeah. And then, okay, explain to me again with striking the end. Oh, is so that yeah. one that will actually break? Is that a, where it will break glass too? No, this, no. Well, it depends, I guess, on how strong you are. But okay. usually glass is pretty thick and pretty tempered so that you can't necessarily break it with this. Okay. However, I do have something that does break glass, but it's it's the, the flashlight. That, did, I um, lose, did I lose something here? I had a full black screen. Are we still on? Okay. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm just trying to make sure because I had a black screen in front of me. Did your okay. screensaver come on? No. Uh, could be Facebook acting up. Okay. But everything on my end is still fine. Okay. Thank you. Just wanted to make sure. Okay. Okay. All right. So I like the fact that I like the pen. Mm-hmm. And here I'm going to 
over here. I want you to take a look at that. Fill the end. What are your thoughts? Yes, nice. Okay. Do you think that would be something? Um, Janelle has the pen now. So, Janelle, tell us what your thoughts are, other than, you know, with it being nice, when the, the feel of it, is it heavy? I mean, I did just wake up from a nap. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not right. I'm not quite like myself yet. Because I don't know if it's heavy or not. No. <laughs> But I don't end, know what all those nails and everything. But the um, the end is kind of like you says to connect like DNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're scrape, if you're fighting against someone and you use that that jagged edge end and you scrape some skin, you know, if you're getting their face or their arm or you know whatever wherever they have some skin exposed, because of course when they're attacking you, they can't protect everything. They're okay. going to leave some part of themselves exposed, and that's your opportunity to do your damage as well and be able to fight back because a crime, a violent crime happens every 26 seconds. And I don't know how long we've been talking, but I'm sure it's been more than five minutes. Mm -hmm. And even in five minutes, 11 violent crimes have happened somewhere in this country. Not just a regular crime, but a violent one. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I know that um, I'm looking at this and I really like this. Now, just click it. That little gold button. There Mm -hmm. you go. And that's the light. And you, yeah, and see, you you just shine, you just hit me in the eyes with it. I'm but sorry. You, no, 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 no. That's fine. I didn't <laughs> strobe you though, since this one doesn't have a strobe. Light. No, that's that's my original pen that yes. didn't have the strobe feature, but the new ones do. Uh, this particular uh, item as well, when you are getting in and out of a car at night. Mm-hmm. Um, what you can do before you even get in the car is to turn that light on and shine it all around the car, inside the car, all of that to be able to expose anybody that may be inside or lurking, you know, around so that you can expose them and know whether or not it's safe enough for you to enter into that vehicle. And, and ladies, I, I hope that you still remember whenever you get into your vehicle, whether it's locked when you're getting in or not to look in your back seat Absolutely. before you get into your vehicles. Don't ever feel as if you live in an environment where you don't have to do that, especially when you're at the malls or anything like that. If you see, I know there's something going around Facebook regarding a piece of paper on your back yes. window or your front window. Do not get out to get the paper. Do not open your doors and then get in and set your purse over on the passenger side with the door just open, unlocked. You know, most cars do have um, a mechanism to where you press your key fob once it's going to unlock the driver's side door. You press it twice, it's going to unlock the other door. So get used to unlocking your driver's side door and not unlocking all of the doors unless you have someone else that's going to get in. But again, check around. And if someone comes up to you as you're opening up your door, get yourself ready to defend yourself. And I'm glad that these tools are available and that we've I have now found out what's legal and what's not legal. And yes, I have told my daughter about carrying her, putting the key in between her fingers, but not like four keys between her fingers. I've always talked to her about the one key um, between her fingers to okay. protect herself. So that way that one key is going to stick out much farther than trying to have a fistful of keys. So 
Absolutely. I truly appreciate it. And one of the other things that I really liked about damsel in distress is defense. Defense. I'm <laughs> determined to say distress. <laughs> that's okay. I'm Most giving someone do. else. Yeah, that's going to be the name of you know what we something help. else coming up. We're going. Somebody's going to going to get out there and, and say, okay, I, I got a trademark here. Actually, so, we do have we have to say damsel in distress, and then distress is crossed out, and then defense is written underneath. So okay. We, we okay. Okay. See. So see, we so help. I am in distress. Yes. yes, we help those in distress. Now, I like the fact that you have purses. Yes, that are um, for the carry. concealed carrier. Mm-hmm. That and that concealed carrier, depending on, I mean, unless you live in Michigan or a few other states, can be your stun gun. Absolutely, it could be your taser for those who choose right. tasers. You can actually put an extra. Pepper spray inside of there. You can have your striker tool. So there's so much that can be done with this purse. And it's actually quite fashionable as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, the other thing that you can also do, you know, with the purse, especially one that you can, you know, control the swings, that too can serve as a weapon, Mm -hmm. you know, and if nothing else, if someone wants the purse, you might take it and throw instead of them, you know, saying, give me your purse, throw it, Mm -hmm. you know, throw it towards them. You want to, you know, Deflect and and do what you can to be able to, you know, distract them so that then you, again, with that OODA loop, you're in control and they're reacting to you instead of you reacting to them. I like the pocket on the purse because you could easily, you know, have your hand in, in the pocket of the purse as you're walking. And if someone does say, give me your purse, as you're pulling your hand out, you can, you know, give them that purse, but still maintain your protection. That's right. At the same time. So, and you also have books to help educate our youth. Yes. On different ways that they can protect themselves and be more alert of their surroundings too. Yes. So that's our safe hearts line. So mm-hmm. that's our educational component for parents and children. Um, as, as we know, you know, a, a significant number of our children uh, become victims of particularly of sexual abuse before the age of 17. And um, so mm-hmm. this line that we have created at Damsel Defense is uh, it includes a proactive parent guide, which mm-hmm. talks about all the different types of situations that you as a parent should be aware of, some signs you should be looking for when it comes to your children and whether or not they're displaying um, signs that you need to be aware of um, regarding someone either touching them inappropriately, saying something inappropriately or doing something to them. Um, so that goes, it, the proactive parent guide gives guidance on that. The actual storybooks, and we have 10 of them now. Each one is a different type of situation, but they are storybooks that you read right with your child, kind of shoulder to shoulder conversations to be able to have the discussions about body boundaries and about peer pressure and, and different things like that. Uh, one of the one of my favorite stories that's in the book um, uh, that's in one of those books and all of them, <laughs> all of them are just so very touching and so real. When you mm-hmm. read them, you know, mm-hmm. as a parent, you can actually, you know, kind of recognize some things that may have gone on in your past that you really hadn't thought too much about. But, you know, when you read that story, you're like, you know, I wonder if that's what, you know, really happened. But um, one is about a, a young boy who plays uh, baseball and the coach is is a tricky person and uh, the coach tricks the, the parent and tells the parent that um, 
the the son for on this particular day the son is riding home with a friend he's going to go home you know with a friend and his mom and so the mom his mom doesn't need to pick him up mm-hmm. he then tricks the son and says your mom said that you can come home with me because i'm going to give you some special lessons on how to pitch properly because i know you're looking to be uh you know an all-star you know ball player and your your pitching arm is great but mm-hmm. we need to go to my house so we can practice in my basement and what you can't do is tell others about, you know, this because some of the other ball players are going to be jealous and we can't tell them, you know, about the special lessons that I'm giving you because, you know, they're they're special for you, that kind of thing. And so he, he is really crafty at trying to, you know, lure this kid to be able to come home with him. And so the the whole story is just it's it's eye opening for a parent and for a child. Because, you know, we tend to trust the coaches that, you know, right. are coaching our children. And we wouldn't think that they would be doing something like that. But the story was so, very real. So that goes back to the, because that is someone that a child would normally trust. Absolutely. You know, and I don't know how many parents are still utilizing those methods of teaching to teach their children. And tell their children that it, it could be someone who you know. It could be aunt and uncle, coach. Teacher, and most of the time, it whoever. is. Yes. Most of yes. the time, it is. It's not a stranger. They talk about stranger danger, but that's typically very rare. It's usually you know, a trusted family member or friend. Yes. So I, I, I'm, I'm glad that we're talking about this because there's also the passcode. You know, the password. Mm-hmm. You know, Janelle and I always had a password. And a phrase, a question I would ask her and how she answered it would let me know if she was okay or not, you know. And those are still things that are good to use. I agree. On a regular basis. And you don't hear conversation about those things as much as you used to. That's right. You used to hear people talk about giving their children a password, um, having that question, different phrases and things to do. So... I'm going to say that parents go back to some of the old school methods of teaching and having a password, a code, a question you can ask your child that only you and that child knows and let them know not to ever share um, that information with anyone outside of the home. That's right. Because our little ones really need to know that they can come to their parents and talk to their parents and know that they're going to be safe. And I used to ask Janelle the question, even if I thought she was in a safe situation, I would just ask so that she would remember that we had that all set up. And that's really smart. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, yeah. I I used to get on your nerves, didn't I? And, and, you know, one of the other things, I know we talked about this already, but with this this alarm, um, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully you guys can see it. But with this alarm, this is something that's really good for our, our young children as well. They can take that, especially if they are going um, in a public restroom, for okay. instance, okay. and you're not able to go in with them, especially moms and you have, you know, young sons and things like that. And you may mm-hmm. not necessarily, you know, the, the son may feel like, you know, I'm a big boy and I, I want to go into the men's bathroom by myself mom okay, yeah. but um strangers are you know predators are lurking 
everywhere. And if they have that alarm with them and they feel uncomfortable in any way when they're in something like you know, a public restroom, if mm-hmm. they sound that alarm, that's going to let you and everybody else in that particular store, grocery store, you know, or mall or wherever, let you know that the child is in danger and that you need to go and help them. Because a lot of times when they are um, in a situation in a restroom, the first thing that's going to happen is whoever is after them or, or you know, trying to cause harm mm-hmm. will cover their mouth. Mm-hmm. So that means they can't scream. Mm-hmm. And it's already you're already a young child. So your voice is not going to be as loud as as you would hope. But that alarm is something that a stranger or, you know, not necessarily a stranger, but whoever the assailant is, that's something they wouldn't expect the child to have on them as you know, when they're coming into the restroom by themselves. That is true. That would be good to just have clipped on a child's um, belt buckle as they're going in somewhere right. like that. That's so, that's yeah. a very good. So just keep it on line. your key ring, mom, dad. Keep it on your key ring, and when you're with your child, hand it over. Right. It makes very good sense. Very good sense. I like that. Thank you. We're getting a lot of good pointers <laughs> here because I want to make sure that we protect our babies and moms, dads, aunties, uncles, cousins, brothers, sister, everyone. Love logical, biological. You know, you know my thing. Biological by nature, love logical by choice. We are all family and we need to look out for each other. Absolutely. We really do need to look out for each other. So. I know that we really don't have much time left here today. So one thing that I would like to, I would like to say thank you. Thank you. For you coming on today. This has been awesome. Thank you. And if you would please share where you can be reached. Do you have a website? I do. Okay. What's your website address? My website is, well, you know, people hate yes. when you say www, but you know, I'm, I'm a little That's all right. Go for it. <laughs> It's personalprotecther.com. So personalprotecther.com. Her, yes, okay. All right. You might want to spell it out. Okay. Personal, P-R-S-O-N-A-L, protect, P-R-O-T-E-C-T-H-E-R, which is her, dot com. It's all one word. Okay. And do you have an email address if anyone has a question it is. that it's, they would like to send? It's personalprotecther at gmail.com. Okay. Isn't that <laughs> so personalprotecther at gmail.com if you have any questions and personalprotecther.com if you would like to look at the products and different things that we've talked about today. And like I said, I think that we should have more um, personal protection classes going on within within the community because our young ladies need this. And for those of those of us, I'm going to say us who are looking for fundraisers, I think that this would be a great fundraiser. And for those of you who are looking to want to see these items and everything um, in person, then you would definitely get in contact with Rochelle at personalprotecther.com or at gmail.com so that you can see the items. And I know that I have friends that's on the line that's um, from Atlanta and Florida and just different places. Um, I see Texas. So if you could please share, how can they get in contact the same way? 
Mm-hmm. But would there be any way that they'd be able to see them within their communities? Yes. So if you are from any of those states, and by the way, those three states that you mentioned happen to be pink states. I know. They get to have everything. I know. <laughs> so, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. We're working on it. And, and <laughs> I'm going to, I do have a call to action. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't let me forget that. Okay. We need to go on and um, do that now because we only got a few minutes okay, left. Okay. So my call to action is, as you heard me mention before, um, I am working t- with Lansing uh, with our state legislators to change the law regarding stun guns. And so uh, I need you to write your state rep and your state senator and let them know know that you want you want them to support that law change so that you have the opportunity to select the type of uh, personal protection that is most appropriate for you. And so, again, uh, if you need information on what the letter needs to say, if you want to know what the, the law, the language of the law is and what I've changed it to be, you know, reach reach out to me at uh, personalprotector at gmail dot com. I'll be more than happy to share whatever information you need. I can help you craft your letter so that it gets the attention of your lawmaker the the person that's representing you in Lansing is the person that's making the decisions on your behalf. And so they need to hear from you. They will hear from me, but it's not as important as hearing from the person that elected them or that they represent. Okay. And who should they write again? Their state rep and their state senator, because I need the state, the House and the Senate to both vote yes on this law change so that when it goes to Governor Whitmer's desk, um, it's completely approved by the legislative body and it just needs her signature. Okay. Okay. So you heard that. So we are, there is a call to action and we're asking you to read, reach out to your state rep and your state senator to let them know that we want to be able to carry stun guns in Michigan. I mean, this is a concealed carry state. Yes, it is. And with so many people carrying, I would think that they would want us to carry stun guns in many instances, especially when we have so many people out here that's not comfortable with carrying a gun, you know. That's right. That stun gun can still allow you to protect yourself. And it can help, you know, curb this the unfortunate news that we just saw even earlier this week with the, the young child that got a hold of a gun inside of a home and you know that I'm sure the gun was purchased for protection but unfortunately it took a life and you know children don't know no they They don't don't know they're innocent they think it's a toy and um you know that that's something that can never be um you know corrected that child is gone and those parents now have to live with that and you know it's, it's so unfortunate uh, and just to get to the last point, mm-hmm. you did say uh, for those uh, who are um, in other states, if you're interested in uh, seeing the, the products in person, reach out to me. I'll uh, find a, a damsel and defense rep in your area that uh, will reach out to you and you'll make arrangements to be able to host a party and get some things for free. You know, you never know. OK. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So. All right. So thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for today. Thank you, Janelle. I want you, I hope you get some sleep tonight and don't be up studying too late so you can be awake from, for tomorrow. <laughs> We're going Christmas caroling tomorrow night. Uh-huh. So looking forward to Christmas caroling with my girl boss group. Okay. Yes. Oh, that's so 
funny. Did you happen <laughs> I to saw see that? that. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. <laughs> she has a notebook so here that says girl boss on it. <laughs> And I saw that and I kind of chuckled because, yes, I'm going on um, Christmas caroling with the Girl Bros group tomorrow. Okay. So thank you, everyone. We will not be hosting a show next Tuesday because it is Christmas. Yes, it is. Yes. So fa-la-la-la-la. <laughs> <laughs> I may be um, broadcasting um, this Sunday from downtown Detroit. Um, I will know um, tomorrow. And if I will be broadcasting from downtown Detroit, I will let you know in advance. And but we will continue Love Logical DNA Not Required Tuesdays, um, January January first. I will be here with um, a special guest to start the year off, and we're going to start the year off right. And you'll find out when you go on Facebook to see who's going to be my guest. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And have a wonderful evening. And as I said, Love Logical, DNA Not Required, is biological by nature, Love Logical by choice. And yes, we are all connected. We are all family. Thank you. Good night. Good night.